0: This is Betrothed Bites, your bite-sized version of Betrothed. This is
1: Reboot Recast.
0: Reboot Recast. I'm Katie, as always, and with me is...
1: I'm Chris, and this week we did brain damage on the main episode. Uh, Hopefully you had a chance to listen to that. Uh, We want to do a series of these uh, little mini-episodes because there's so much to talk about on these that sometimes it's kind of worth doing a supplemental. Because yeah. we've done some of these episodes go like three and a half hours, and some of these things go shorter than that, but at the end of the day there's 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 extra stuff to dive into and we want to really um do some some just some fun little extra things to tack on through the week
0: well and I get a little excited and this is one of those films that um definitely inspired me, and I would love to be able to remake this particular film yeah um it's one that i kind of like to dig my my claws into
1: it's a very um it's ripe yeah it's a really it's it's one of those movies that really i would not be upset to remake it but Mm -hmm. you could do it in a lot of different ways and really flesh it out differently particularly Mm -hmm. for today's kind of climate right and and even with the uh you know in a post coronavirus world but we don't know what that's gonna look like sure this movie could fit in really well really you well you could do a lot of cool stuff so with
0: there's it. some things like I'd like to beef up Barbara a little bit I'd like to yeah Barbara needs purpose. to get
1: Barbara needs an actual uh uh like plot line life so yeah. basically what we wanted to do in here is 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 straight up we we haven't told each other what these are but straight up recast yeah like who would we who would we have recast in each mm-hmm. role who would and maybe a little bit about what we would do to the movie i don't know yeah. you know whatever comes to mind um so let's jump right into it
0: so i think that we should start from like the bottom up i think that we should start with our older couple morris and Martha.
1: okay uh, you know what really quick something i didn't get to in the main episode mm. that i would like to mention mm. did you notice the character's name is brian Had yeah, you break like down like brain yeah that you're one letter off mm-hmm. so like
0: the entire time, immediately what? before I even watched it, when I was making my notes,
1: when I started writing my notes is when I noticed it, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh, ha, huh, that's uh, very funny." Yeah. Um, so, who did you have? Let's let's do them one at a time. Yeah. Who did you have for Martha?
0: So this, okay, you're gonna laugh, but and I do, I don't think that she's a get. I don't uh-huh. think that this is a get, but I think that Shirley MacLaine Ooh. would make a great Martha.
1: How old is Shirley MacLaine?
0: She's got to be in her 70s, right?
1: Shirley MacLaine, 86.
0: 86. Yeah. So she's up there, but she would give such Shirley a great... Shirley MacLaine would
1: be great, Martha.
0: Martha. Because she would do that wonderful, like, happy housewife in the beginning and then yeah. go completely insane. Yeah. And I think that Shirley MacLaine would just be really fun.
1: I like that. Now, for, for me, so one of the things about what I was thinking about doing was that I want to skew some of the ages in this movie. Oh yeah. I'd like to skew all of our main characters a little older. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the older people, the, the, the older couple, they're actually going to skew a little younger. They're not going to be as old. Sure. So I actually had Linda Blair.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because she already, she looks older than she is. Yeah. Linda Blair's only 61. Yeah. But she's just kind of, just kind of got a weathered look.
0: Here's the great thing about that, though, is you could show the progression of her becoming more decrepit yeah. and really push her which to is, look aged. Which when is she's... why
1: I feel like it might work a little better if you made them a little younger. Mm-hmm. They're not quite elderly yet. Because when you make old people look super old, it looks super fake. Yes. It's hard to make someone who's already really old look really, really old.
0: Well, and then you you come up to that battle of like you're really just making them look sick at that point.
1: Yeah. And I just think I think it'd be interesting to see because you could also flesh her character out more with an actress like Linda Blair. Yes. I thought she was great in that little cameo she had in Supernatural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I think she'd be really, really good. And do you want me to go ahead with my uh, Morris and we'll come back to yours?
0: Sure. Because I'm kind of torn. I've got okay. two people who I'm really torn, but torn so, between. So
1: my Morris, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Combs. Oh. He's like 65.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So Herbert West himself. Mhm. Um and and I think that him and he would be perfect cuz I think about those monologues that Morris has mm-hmm. and they're just so Jeffrey Combs.
0: They really are and that's a better pick than mine. Um <laughs> For sure.
1: I know you seem to be, you seem to struggle a little with the older couple. You were like, I don't. I did. I Because off the top of your head, I don't think you thought of that during the movie. I really didn't. I neither.
0: And uh, because they, there's just, they are important, but they, you're not following them the whole time. Yeah. Um, I came up with, I think that, Christopher Lloyd would be really funny. I think he'd be fun.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, you went really old with it. And I, I did. Think, I think, think
0: keeping them senior is fun because they've had him for so long.
1: And I don't think I don't think you're wrong at all. Those are really good choices. If you wanted to make them really old.
0: Yeah. So Christopher Lloyd, I think that he would play a great, like, um, as an archaeologist, yeah. spewing all of that um, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a great way of delivering exposition in the in a great uh, I totally agree in a, well, it's in a it's
1: funny that you say that because I have I actually have alternates for those two characters mm-hmm. too and they're a little bit older um my alternate characters my alternate actors actually they were they were actually the first ones I thought of before I, I kind of went back on it mm-hmm. um Morris would be it would be Armin Shimmerman
0: Okay, I considered him.
1: So Quark from yes. uh, yeah, that guy, and then uh, it would for Martha. I had Adrian Barbeau. Okay, because she is the, the thing is she's older now, but she also looks extremely old. Sure. Um. So it's kind of di de- So in my head, I was like, eh, I don't know. That might not work. It might work, but, but I think that Jeffrey Combs and Linda Blair would be yeah brilliant.
0: They would be the. I also
1: really like your casting, particularly Shirley MacLaine. The other person who I she's thought just from so Morris.
0: Old. Would be, and he, I think that this character would play with Shirley McLean a little bit better. Would be Philip Baker Hall.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be great. Who
0: you recognize from everything. Philip
1: Baker Hall and Shirley MacLaine is way better than Christopher Lloyd. I agree. I I think that's your choice right there.
0: I think that he would be amazing because he comes across as wise. He could play the craziness of the withdrawals. And I think that he is just so compelling that he's just, he's got you, you know, he's, it's just, that's it.
1: Well, where do you want to go next?
0: I think that we go to Barbara because either her or Mike, who do you think? I don't know. I think that Barbara needs more service. Let's
1: do Barbara. I want to do the brothers together.
0: Okay. So who's your Barbara? I struggled a little bit with Barbara.
1: Okay. So Barbara was actually pretty easy for me Mm -hmm. because she looks a lot. Mike, I'm skewing everyone a little older. Instead of being in their like mid to late Mm twenties, I'm putting everyone in their mid to late thirties. Sure. So, um, because I, because as I get older, the characters that I think of in my writing sure. get older too. So in my head, I was like, let's let's push it a little older. Jodie Whittaker, okay, Doctor Who, yeah, she looks exactly like Barbara already.
0: She really does. That's she's not right
1: about thirty-seven. Yep, it's right there in the right age bracket. If you want to okay. skew it older, I think she's perfect for a more fleshed-out version of Barbara. Yeah. Uh, if you think, I would think more her character in Attack the Block.
0: Yep, she's a little bit wiser. That's Barbara. She, and I can I believe that she's a, a working woman in the city.
1: Yep, exactly. And she can lose her accent, I'm yep. sure, for that kind of thing. I, I would put, because it's interesting because I have a couple of um, non-American actors in here.
0: Ironically, so do I. So for me, for Barbara, I... Thinking a little bit younger, um, I'm thinking closer to how it was originally cast. And I'm thinking Julia Garner. And she is an American actress and model. If you've watched Ozark, um, if you've watched Waco, Um, she is a great, I mean, up and coming actress. Right. And she is, for one, she's gorgeous.
1: That'd be really good because it's interesting because your version, my version are very different very like yours is like yours is almost the Riverdale version. Oh, that's
0: hilarious.
1: And mine is like the grittier version. Yeah, mine's but also, very CW. <coughs> well, you get to my main other mains.
0: Oh, you don't even know. Um, but I think that she would just bring a little bit of depth and emotional like rawness. She's perfect. How old character. is she? 26. She was born in 94. 26. Yeah um and i think that she plays a good like she she can play wise for her age and she can also play very innocent so i think that she could take the character um in some really fun directions
1: yeah i totally agree
0: so who would mike be for you
1: okay so this is interesting so mike uh is another um it's another english actor
0: okay so Mike is Brian's brother. He's the younger brother. brother. Yep.
1: But I I thought like okay, so he's not that much younger. You know what I mean? Right. So they can be kind of right they're on pretty the same close
0: age. in age. Uh,
1: Harry Treadaway. Now Harry Treadaway is from Star Trek Picard. He's the uh-huh. spy. Yes. The Romulan spy.
0: It's ironic that you went with him because I feel like he's I other went, stuff too, but that's the most. Recent I feel like one. I went with someone very similar. I feel like I went with the American version. Okay. Yeah, and he's adorable. He's—I I
1: think he's the perfect brother character. So when you hear who my main is, you're gonna go, "Oh, that's interesting."
0: That's ironic because I went with Penn Badgley.
1: Who is that?
0: He was famous from being in Gossip Girl.
1: Oh, he okay. He
0: was also oh, in. You went
1: CW hard on this. I think that's really funny. I thought about going CW. So on this.
0: he was in a um, Netflix series called You, okay. and it started as a Lifetime network thing but it quickly went over to um uh netflix where he is basically a psycho soccer killer and he has he does great and i thought he would actually make a good brian and then i realized who i need to have as brian
1: all right so now you have to hit me with your brian
0: my brian is a irish actor Okay. You may recognize him from Misfits or the Umbrella Academy. And his name is Robert Sheehan. And he does such a great drugged oh, out character. Oh, yeah. He would play the sides and the um, the development and the change of Brian very well.
1: Yeah, me. that's really interesting. I really want to see your version.
0: <laughs> I just, I think just very, be, we have
1: very different versions.
0: But you still have that like chiseled chisel, dark yep. hair, handsome New York guy, and um, you know, the, the juxtaposition of these two dudes living with each other. Yep. Um, I believe that someone dating, you know, one could also you could brother jump.
1: What's interesting <laughs> is you could brother jump. I, I, I think that your Brian and Mike are interchangeable.
0: Yeah, they kind of are, and
1: mine kind of are too. Mm-hmm. But it's you're never going to guess who I have cast as Brian, I can't, I and can't, I had him I've, cast before anybody else. I've got to know, Ben Rogers.
0: Okay, uh,
1: the comedian, actor, Action Boys of Action Boys fame.
0: You're not wrong.
1: Um, which is weird because it's like uh, it, also, the, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm going like, Oh, this is Ben Rogers. Yes, who we we saw recently and in person. You even know that so. even more so. Yes. Cause I used to do, I used to record uh, podcasts and stuff for a living when I, uh, I don't know if I said that in the beginning of the first episode, but when I used to work for Jake and Amir's HeadGum Network, I uh, started when John Gabriel started his podcast, High and Mighty, I mm-hmm. produced the first like 60 of those. Mm-hmm. And through that, I met a lot of these people and I met Ben Rogers, um, a few times cause they did action boys stuff real early on before it was a, another thing. And, and it is always in my head. Well, for one, it's weird because there's another Ben Rogers. He is a, uh, a sports radio guy in Dallas. Yes. Who I also like. Who you know, knew beforehand. Who knew? I knew beforehand. And one day we were doing a podcast with when I first met Ben, Ro- ben Rogers, the comedian. hmm I'm recording a podcast. And then he started talking about how, like, yeah, if you Google me, there's, like, this other. He's got Ben Rogers. And I was like, oh, weird. I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, that's really strange. I know yeah, that Ben Rogers. But uh, but I do think, I think Ben Rogers is a really great Brian he's, he would be he's, a great Brian he's, well, he's I know he's from Buffalo he's got yep. that he's kind of got a New York thing he can do he can be yep. that that sort of that guy I walking think he around would New be York a
0: great speed walker
1: yeah just walking around New York and going through the bullshit yeah and sort of his vibe like like having to mm-hmm. be put out by other people mm-hmm. but while at the same time really enjoying himself in yep. this moment yep and kind of going from this like uh you know wounded thing to like really out of control i think would be interesting for him yes uh it'd be a great digression and and i think that if you put him next to the other cast i think it works pretty well too but it's definitely a grittier sort of thing
0: yours is definitely a grittier version of this film and mine is definitely a little bit more um like riverdale cw uh sabrina the teenage witch
1: yes yeah, yours seems like a Sabrina the Teenage Witch version of it. Yes. Uh this the new version. Who did you cast as Elmer's voice?
0: Okay. I went back and forth on this. I had some serious thoughts because I think that his voice is just so important.
1: Oh, I have I have the perfect one.
0: Well, I was kind of stuck. I had a couple thoughts. Like the first thought I had was like so I didn't choose Dave Chappelle, but I thought <laughs> Dave <laughs>
1: If, okay, that's funny. And he
0: needs he needs some cash. Like he's he, yeah. he's blown a lot of his money. He would be a great get.
1: He's blown a lot of his. money.
0: I think that Chris, you're not getting any money. For Chris this Delia would be a great one, but you oh know, oh my who god, I settled Chris Delia would
1: be hilarious. Is this?
0: I settled That'd on. That'd be
1: weird. Post Malone. Oh, weird! I see what you're talking about, though. That's really funny. Yours is so CWE. It's great.
0: But I think that you kind of need that. um, You
1: need somebody. It's soft, but it's soft spoken. He's very soft spoken. Yes. That's kind of what I went with. And I think
0: you could play it really well.
1: Post Malone. That's so funny.
0: I think it'd be great.
1: It's also sort of stunt casting and that's fun.
0: But I think that for Elmer, that's what you do.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's why I picked Thomas Lennon.
0: Oh, my God, yes. Thomas
1: Lennon has the perfect voice he does. for Elmer.
0: He is the perfect voice for Elmer.
1: Like, and honestly, I think he could be in your version or my version.
0: I agree. And he could probably produce it and Yeah, Thomas else. Lennon
1: would be the perfect voice of Elmer for he this. He would be. Because it's just that, I just imagine... Well, just the way he talks. Yes. But, you know, like.
0: Not even, and none of these options. I'm not talking about them putting on a character's voice. No. They, I, they need to do their They need own to do their own voice. And voice. just the
1: general conversational tone that Thomas Lennon has. Yeah. And it's he's got a lilt to everything where it's kind of up, yeah. kind of high. Yeah. Like, he could definitely be this person and talk really fast. He goes back and forth and does that. Yeah. Kind of thing. and it's almost like it's almost like a he's almost like a the, the softer brother of uh the softer um cousin maybe of uh of William Shatner yeah like he doesn't quite go as loud but yeah. you know sometimes it goes up here and then comes yeah. down and he just finishes but, and finishes it in really quickly equally poetic and it's it's yeah it needs that sort of lilt to it where you're yes. you're you're drawn in by it Yes, And you want to know what he's going to say and it doesn't seem threatening. Yes. And he's a bit inquisitive. He wants to know about you. You yes. know like I think that that that's why it struck me. I was like like immediately I was like okay I want Ben Rogers and Thomas Lennon. And yes.
0: Us. Because you want. And somebody's... then I was like
1: shit I have to get some other actors who will actually get like make money on something. Right. Right. Well because. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What a lot
0: of people don't realize when you're casting something is that you're also casting for funding. Yeah. Oh so you're casting for money. You. If you are. If you get an actor to sign on to agree to do something Yeah, they that comes with a little bit of clout that comes with a little bit yeah. of like oh people will watch this because they know who that actor is they trust they want to see them perform in something yeah. that's what gets
1: you and if you're getting big money that's what you really need I mean exactly. like this is not going to need as much but to get some people that people would recognize would be interesting or, or you know people that have clout to do this yes. I, I would genuinely like to see either of these versions mm-hmm. done for like a low budget like a Netflix or like a A Yes. You know, not a twenty four. A twenty four is not putting. Mine this would out, be a little expensive, but like a Blumhouse kind of thing.
0: Mine would be expensive in casting alone, not in production. Sure. In casting alone, because well, my, I don't think that Shirley MacLaine gets out of bed for. Oh my God, Shekels. no!
1: I don't, and I'm not even sure she's acting anymore. But you know what? She does have something in pre-production. Really interesting. Yeah. Well, she. What would be interesting too is like. So I think I would. You could take it a couple different ways mm-hmm. too. I think on mine it, it's a little grittier. It it it's still got to maintain that. Kind of humorous tone because totally. occasionally it's like it's goofy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Um, Which is why I think it's good to get a comedy actors yes. in sort of the two leads with a voice in the, uh, the lead, mm-hmm. and you have people known for less of a comedy vibe, yes. you know, filling it out, which really I think helps beef up the ensemble. Mm-hmm. Now, I think story wise, you got options. You could set this in the 80s as an homage kind of piece. You could, yep. Because you, you can fake 80s New York because they're not in like, they're not going to like Times Square and stuff. You know, like they're no. they're in like small, dirty New York. They're
0: up in Hudson. They're... You could fake up in Hudson. That's a river. <laughs> I know.
1: Katie, don't. You've never even been to New York. Don't go down that road. <laughs> then we'll have all of the comments of like, what is she fucking talking about? I think it's fun. No, I, I yeah, they're in, Katie, it, yeah. Welcome we'll shoot to the whole thing. Universe. We're going to shoot the whole thing in Hudson. Yeah. Um. So the. <laughs> I, I think that that in my version you could set it in the 80s, um, or you could you could actually set it sort of. I think it, it, setting it in a different time period or setting it like genuinely pre coronavirus, this movie would gross people out. Yes. Just in the idea that it, the world is so goopy. Yes. And and you're going to, I think when we come out of this whole thing, a lot of people are going to be way more germ conscious. Yes. And 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 I think we're going to start seeing a lot of movies reflect that. Oh, yes. Horror movies reflect this sort of germ phobia. Yes. Like a lot of that's going to come out. And this is primed to do that.
0: Oh, absolutely. I
1: got geeked out about like the idea of like, God, I, I do want to just remake this shit right now. <laughs>
0: Well, it's, it's fun because, um, the monster is totally doable. Sure. Um, he could be a combination of digital and practical, uh, oh. for, and be really affordable. Oh yeah. Um, the technology today makes it a lot easier to act off of and a can, character. And you, a monster can like this. This. you can still make this,
1: you still make it up. I think mean, you make it a puppet. If you need him in a, in a wide shot and need him to move a lot, then you make it some like a quick CG kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's not, I don't think it's hard to make you, um, I think the trick with this one is to really rewrap the story.
0: Yeah, I think that um, certain things need to be cleaned up. I think mm-hmm. that if you, I, could, I feel like I could a edit this film, the screenplay down to yeah. fifty-five minutes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, well, there's just not. There's not a lot. There's not a lot in the arcs in this movie. There's there's right. a lot of set pieces, but we
0: need just a little bit more B story.
1: Honestly, what it is is that this, it's a lot of set pieces and they all connect. Yes. Uh, but you're right. We need more. We need to develop. We need to go after Mike and Barbara more. Yes. We need more Mike and more Barbara. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the amount of um, Morris and Martha could come up a little bit more, but not much. A they're, little bit
0: more because I like the reveal. But it, it, it They're a device. They are. Um, but if we say we have Morris confronting Brian at sure. the midpoint of the film we could see them more than once before the um, altercation they have at the end sure. of the film.
1: We need more Martha, for sure. We need more Martha. Martha needs to not just being a crying, screaming idiot. Yes. I think that, you know, you could actually make, um, you could make Morris and Martha almost like uh, the Warrens. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is like, they're the keepers of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're also addicts to it. Yes. And that's kind of what they do in this, but it's they're unhinged from the get-go. Yes. I think you need to let them unhinge more. Yes. They need to start concerned mm-hmm. and then slowly unhinge as they continue to withdraw. Yes. Um, which happens a little quick in the original version.
0: Well, in this original, I'm assuming that Morris and Martha have been keeping Elmer for years. So right. they have oh, of been course. addicted for decades. Yeah. This is the normal for this them. This is not new. And In um, fact, it
1: seems that he's been searching for it. Correct, he, and he found sought it. this out, yeah, because he 's a collector um, of of um history of artifacts, yes,, yeah.
0: um and I think that there's some you know a, a little bit richer ways to play that, sure, um which I think would be worth the time, but I think that Barbara and Mike hands down, need the most service to this because I think that it would build the tension of Brian's evolution through his addiction to the juice. I think that it would um, give him and us more of a reason to care when he goes AWOL.
1: You need a little more of Mike. You need a little more of of, um, Brian and Barbara or Brian and Mike before he gets stuck with the thing yeah we need a not sick brian for like a minute
0: well and that's the thing is they don't ever take the moment to establish the normal before the inciting incident yes Um, If you take the moment to establish everyday life before the change of Elmer uh, infecting or leeching uh, coming into Brian's life, um, then it gives us a reason to, A, care a little bit more about Brian and everyone else in his life, but to see the change and give um, Barbara something to stand on.
1: If you did something as simple as showing Mike, Barbara, and Brian all out, mm-hmm. um, coming home from a bar and joking around with each other and then coming back to the apartment and yeah. Brian doing like a, you know, I'm he passes out and Barbara's mm-hmm. like put out by the fact that he passes out. You know what I mean? Like give them a sure. little scene like that. Uh, it just shows the dynamic between sure. them. Even then you could give Mike a little bit maybe, of a, a, a flirty insight yep. with Barbara as she leaves.
0: Maybe this is a great opportunity where we could see Brian uh, maybe take Mar- Barbara for granted a little bit.
1: Exactly. You could and, do something like that. And, and then have we could already have law, like the, the intro with the old couple could largely stay the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could have... At Maybe this a little point, bit less hissy fit. Yeah. Well, you could change. You could give it, you give it more reason, but like the, the, um, the idea is still the same. We lose Elmer. Mm-hmm. You could even have Elmer, the impending that. That, that Elmer's going to show up mm-hmm, at Brian's. You mm-hmm. could have, not without showing him, but you could have the idea that something is now in the bedroom with him. Yes. And then he gets infected by the thing. Yes. And that's the next day. Yes. And she could be like, you're still sick. Like, are yeah. you hung over? Like, this mm-hmm. is, you're still sleeping. Because that would just give us more reason to give a shit about these three characters. Well, and, even and it's if that it simple. To
0: play off of your idea of them coming home from the bar, maybe that's where... Maybe Brian goes to the bathroom to get himself cleaned up and then he's too drunk. He goes to bed, but he's infected with, um, Almer. Yeah. At that point. And so it, you know,
1: the setups are what are the first thing you need to get addressed. I yes. think. And then, but because that, that is an easy way to flesh out some of those characters. And other than that, you really just need to just really, broaden it, the backstory and, and add more connective tissue.
0: It's first and third act.
1: Yeah, exactly. Second act, largely the same. Yeah you know a little bit tighter adjust the gags a little bit modernize Mm -hmm. it if you're bringing it into this Mm -hmm. era um you could do a lot you could do more gags even Mm -hmm. like i really think this would benefit from more bits oh i agree um but we definitely need more barbara and mike uh development
0: we do um and i think that it it would give us the tension and a little bit better of uh like time passage
1: and i think that we need to have um we need to have um Elmer be more threatening towards the people that Brian cares about earlier in the movie. Right. Whether they do, he doesn't do anything to them, mm-hmm. but it needs to start threatening them whether brian realizes it or not right so we the we audience need to know that they are in danger the entire yeah. movie
0: so we know that it makes you kind of paranoid by the locks on the doors and things yeah. but i think that you could service that a little bit better and pose the threat to not only martha or i'm sorry uh mike and um barbara but um the world, like it's, mm. I, I want a little bit more of the newspaper with a killer on the loose.
1: Yeah, it, just a little bit, a more. little bit of the. Especially nowadays, you would get more of the the news cycle of of the people being found, bodies showing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to introduce some sort of police element to it, but you could if you wanted to add like a detective type character. But I feel like it might be overkill. I think it just to be aware that the world is caught on to the fact that there's a string of murders happening. Yes. Um, because then you can build the end out Yes. where these cops know something bad's happening and they assume that this is the big one, you know what I mean? So there's a lot you can do there. It's it, but like we said, it's too really just connective tissue and, and, and it's broadening Mm -hmm. because uh, like we said in the beginning, this movie is a lot of really solid little set pieces with that are connected to each other. Yes. But, There's all these little intricacies that don't quite allow it to shine. Allow some of these scenes to shine the way they should. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certainly doesn't help Barbara.
0: No. um, I would just... I'd like to see a little bit more from her. And, you know, it'd be great. You could have a little bit more of, like, interconnectivity of maybe she is a graduate student at the uh, college that Morris teaches
1: at. Or, you know... Or in my maybe she's an adjunct professor maybe she just exactly. started her she's she's or she's a professor at this point exactly you know?
0: they could be working she could be working under him at the same department
1: she could have, yeah if you you could you could allow her to know more about this you could make her an anthropology um, anthropology teacher and she knows more that's your connective thing mm-hmm. yeah you know, like you said and that way um that way she doesn't believe it's a real thing mm-hmm. but she knows the story mm-hmm. and then that connects That allows her and Mike to try to figure it out so that by the time that, uh, that she gets killed, Mm -hmm. um, it's a little more effective that we give a shit.
0: Yeah. And there's really only one moment where Mike says something and that's when I realized it was his brother that like he talked to dad. Um, but other than that, like Mike doesn't give a fuck about Brian. Yeah. Um, down to he wants his girlfriend, he's not worried about Brian. I think
1: if you made much. Brian and, and if you made Mike and Barbara sort of investigators, yes. it would give them, A, it would make it less weird for them to hook up. Yes. Um, because you could allow the tension to happen more mm-hmm. and show that they have some chemistry mm-hmm. and that Brian has been kind of a dick. Yes. Like you have to make Brian more of a dick from the get-go. So that when he does break up with her, she's affected by it, but confused by it. Yes. So by the time she hooks up with Mike, it's not as jarring and weird. Yes. You know? And, and it's, it came from them trying to help him.
0: Exactly. I
1: think that's a more conflicting, interesting thing to watch. And
0: letting them build a little bit of chemistry and being there for each yeah. other, I think is important.
1: Because like we talked about, this movie is so linear in terms of it's really all about Brian and that's all it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that we just, you need these connective things.
0: Yeah, the universe needs to be just a little bit bigger. Yeah, flesh it out. Um, But I do appreciate, I always appreciate an insulated story within a big city like yeah. New York. You give me that really tight claustrophobic story mm-hmm. like that, and it it plays well in a highly populated city.
1: And it is a very small insulated story that then spreads like um, wildfire, because you've got, now people are finding bodies, and mm-hmm. it's getting bigger, and it's getting more difficult to run from it you know what I mean so I mean there's a lot you could do with this you could really stretch this thing into something fairly different but with the same conceit
0: yes really really fun um and I think that it would be I think that it wouldn't take much to modernize it honestly not at all um I, I think it'd be a really fun project and I would absolutely watch it oh yeah
1: I would watch it I'd love to write it you know I'd love to make it but it's it's a, it's a fascinating thing, and 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 we'll get more into Frank and a lot stuff uh, at some point down the road. Try to jump into Basket Case. I'd love to do Frank and Hooker. That movie's supposed to be amazing. Yes, uh, but hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, our little mini episode. Yep. Beetroot Bite, uh, be, our Beetroot Bite, and uh, you know this is uh, this is a lot of fun, and I think we'll do this again when we do other movies that we like. It'd be it. it I'd like to do this to a movie we really dislike. Mm -hmm. I think that that would be really interesting. But we're going to come up with some some other little things to throw into your feed. So keep uh subscribed and make sure you guys um do subscribe tell your friends about us tell them to subscribe take a Um, moment to
0: uh, rate us every time you give us a five-star review it puts us a little bit higher on the aggregate so that others can find us as well yeah if you'd like to find us on instagram or twitter we're at betrothed pod on the instas and betrothed on twitter
1: and you can shoot us an email at b. at gmail.com. dot com. That's b. t r o t h e d at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions for things you'd like us to go a little in depth in, uh, mm-hmm. uh, thoughts from thoughts on our cast, mm-hmm. thoughts on uh, thoughts on the the ideas that we had, and where you might take the movie, let us know. Uh, reach out.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'd love to hear from you. And it was always. I mean, as always, it's always. Good sitting and talking to you, and I yeah. don't, we don't always get to look at each other when we talk.
1: It's kind of fun. It is. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and 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 then you know what? I'm not going to tell you to fuck off and die on, this, on these. I think that we get enough of that in, in the main feed. So yeah. until next time, enjoy your week.